This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, um, this evening your Asian thinker mentioned something about being Asian and Asian people eat dumplings on New Year's Day. And uh, can I take offense to that? Because what if one of your white anchors said, well, uh, white people eat this on uh, New Year's Day? Um, I don't think it was appropriate that she said that. And she was being very Asian, and I don't know. Uh, she can keep her Korean to herself. All right, sorry. It was annoying. Because if a white person would say that, it, they would get fired. <laughs> so say something about what white would be. All right, thank you. Oh, God. Dude. Why are people so stupid? Can, can we talk about this like right now? Yeah, I think we have to. So for those of you who don't know what's going on right now, and if you're not on Twitter all day, like some of us are, Asian Twitter is currently blowing up and there's a hashtag very Asian in Wait, particular hang, that is trending. On. Sure. There's an Asian Twitter. I, I thought all our people were only on Instagram and WhatsApp. First of all, Roman, that's kind of racist. <laughs> And second of all, that's also pretty accurate. Lies, uh, lies, so many lies. But look, I have to confess, I choose not to understand how the actual social interwebs work anymore. Yeah, I know. You've opted out of all of that. So while I know this is a big deal for many of my Asian friends on the Twitters and the Twitterverse, I'm not sure if the rest of the guests know what's going on. Yeah, I only know about this because you started sending me screenshots on Slack last night. <laughs> It's like the biggest thing that was happening yesterday. So Michelle Lee is a longtime reporter and anchor for NBC in St. Louis. And on her show, she was sharing a really brief story about traditional New Year's Day food. Grains actually symbolize wealth. We can guess why. Black-eyed peas represent coins, luck, or the promise of prosperity. Cornbread is for gold, and eating it brings the hope of extra spending money in the new year. And then pork signifies prosperity and progress because, get this, pigs root ahead as they eat as opposed to backwards like chickens or those turkeys. I ate dumpling soup. That's what a lot of Korean people do. All right. It is New Year's, which means... It's like a when nothing say, burger PowerPoint presentation. Oh, yeah. my God. And when I say the word tradition, I think it's really like it's American Cornbread. Southern <laughs> tradition, right? So, yeah. It's just like the stuff, hey, for New Year's, this is what people eat. And right. at the very end, she's like, oh, and in my family, we're Korean. We also eat dumplings. Right. End of clip. The end. Yep. Right? Like, exactly. oh, okay, that's cool. Our Korean yeah. news anchor told us what she does at home. That's really nice. That's cool. Right. And then the news station gets this call from a from a viewer. Yeah, let's just play it. Hi. Um, this evening, your Asian anchor mentioned something about being Asian and Asian people eat dumplings on New Year's Day. And uh, can I take offense to that? Because what if one of your white anchors said, well... Uh, white people eat this on uh, New Year's Day. Um, I don't think it was
appropriate that she said that. And she was being very Asian, and I don't know. Uh, she can keep her Korean to herself. All right, sorry. It was annoying. Because if a white person would say that, it, they would get fired. <laughs> so say something about what white would be. All right, thank you. Dude, what the actual... I know, <laughs> right? So this is messed up on so many levels. Michelle ends up replaying this voicemail on her social media, and she does this while recording her own reaction to the comment from the viewer. And she actually posts, I'd like to say something back as part of her post. And the internet blows up with people hashtagging very Asian and showing their support and sharing their own stories, Asian or not, about what they do in their own households for New Year's, but really more than anything, commenting on the fact that Michelle's showing up and just being authentic to what she did. She was just kind of, I had soup dumplings yesterday or you know, dumpling soup yesterday for New Year's. How that could trigger someone so much that they had to call in and complain to her workplace about what she had shared on air. Yeah, I mean, and it got picked up by kind of like a lot of mainstream outlets like Washington Post, the Today Show, and we'll put some links in the show notes. But, you know, now we're talking about it here because I don't know. I mean, look, regardless of the color of your skin, I'd like to think we all viscerally respond and cringe to seeing and hearing stuff like this, but... I don't know, Sherry. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's almost like I feel like people are on high alert to find opportunities to to complain about these types of things, right? Like it, it was it really was like a nothing burn. It was it was a feel good, it was supposed to be just a feel good story of like, hey, these are, you know, here are some reasons why people might be having cornbread on New Year's Day or why certain families might be getting together with these types of meals. And there are just folks out there that feel the, I, well, I guess it's really like they, they feel like they're entitled to actually, to shut down the fact that people are allowed to share how different they are or to display their uniqueness just well, because they're from a different culture. No, I mean, I think it's more the woman complaining in the voicemail is like, well, what if I said this is what American people eat or this is what white people eat? I'm like, no. No, that's that's not what this is. It's not us versus them. It's like it's not zero sum. And if anything, if it was a German news anchor and she said, "In my house, we eat schnitzel," that'd be okay. That's right. cool. Right. I'd love to know what you, a German or an Irish or a Scottish person, person eat. It's just or Indian people eat samosas. That's all cool and fun. We literally ask this mom dish question on every episode, even to our white guests. Yeah, because. Like we all have traditions. It's just like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of it just felt very like war on Christmassy to me. And I'm like, come on, seriously. Like this is not a battle. Like this yeah. is. It's just so. I mean, the fact that we're even talking about this, like, and I know I wanted to talk about this, but it's like, how is this an issue? And <laughs> and maybe it's not. And maybe uh, the newscaster who wanted to post it. God bless her for doing it and all the support. And we're all patting ourselves on the back and high-fiving on social media. I guess we're kind of dunking on the woman who left the voicemail. But it's like, the, for the woman who left the voicemail, who's clearly not going to be listening to our podcast, although she is our target audience, right? Like, yeah. come on, lady. Like, this is like... <sighs> Here's what I think. I'm glad Michelle Lee posted it because 
it's a microaggression that exists. It's a microaggression mm-hmm. that like every time my last name gets like woefully terribly misspelled or my name mispronounced, I never used to get it. But like I like literally when someone says to me, Well, why does your name sound like that? That's not the way it's spelled. It's like not being seen or heard. And it's just right. like why can't I tell people that my mom makes pakoras or samosas or dumplings? Right. right. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. It's true. I think what Michelle Lee did was was really brave because she shed light on a microaggression that meant to do her harm, right? Like I think that woman, that woman didn't just call to complain about the content. That woman was almost calling, I think, in hopes that the station would do something about Michelle, that they would remove her from being able to report on stories or they would silence her in some way, or they would talk to her about what would be appropriate to share and not share. And I think her intentions were that Michelle herself would be affected by the caller's actions. And instead, Michelle took that and she shed light on the fact that this is something that we all, whether it is a racist thing or whether it's a gender thing or whether it is a sexuality preference thing, we've all encountered moments where when we do show up as our full selves, someone shuts us down in some way, either out overtly or subtly. But I mean, it happens, but I really, man, I came into this like really hot and bothered. Like I wanted to dunk on the voicemail lady, mm-hmm. but yeah, I want to talk to her. I'm like, come on, seriously. Like, where is this coming from? Right. Like, come, you're probably Polish or Irish or of German descent. I'm guessing, you know, because she, I think she literally said something about if I said a white thing. So I'm guessing she's white, but like, Mm -hmm. it's like, why do you feel this way? Do you feel under attack? What's being told to you that makes you feel like it's this zero sum us? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's true. Like if she had, if Michelle had said that she had caviar and champagne on New Year's day, nobody would be bothered by that yeah or my wife and i are big star wars fans so our christmas cards say may the force be with you like you know like if i said that that might be okay it might not actually do the war on christmas people i guess but like (laughs) but like or star trek fans i guess so what do we do what what do we do about this i mean do we all feel like this sometimes i don't know try not to feel like this feel Like, like feel like michelle feel like being attacked no michelle feel michelle's in the right no 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 the the voicemail lady try not to be like i i do think i, I we joke about racism a little bit i think we all have tendencies that are a little dark and we have mm-hmm. thoughts sure but aziz and sorry when trump was elected in his um monologue on snl was like all the secret racists who weren't saying the things that were on their mind because they knew it was wrong Go back, go back to being secret. Like, keep it in your head. Don't say that. Like, don't say that shit. Like, just, I mean, I, I say it, but don't like, because I hate to say it. And the new day, I mean, I, I worry, Sharon, like we have a hundred something episodes of us talking and God knows I say sillier things on my other yeah. podcast. Like, is, I don't want this other woman canceled. I really don't. But I do want some people to have a talk with her about, you know, and we should be forgiving and have love because yeah. dunking on her just will polarize those people more. Yeah. Like, but it's at the same time, it sucks that Michelle has to hear that. It sucks that you or I or your your sons or my daughter or my wife have to hear these things or 
we just kind of roll our eyes because they're microaggressions and we build up a thick skin. But by not saying anything, it keeps happening. Right, right. And I've been reflecting a lot about the time period as well. So the ins- the anniversary of the insurrection is literally uh, a year from right now. Yeah. And the fact that we are a year beyond that terrible day, that that really I thought <clears throat> was a wake-up call for everybody, right? Like something has got to change. And for a little while, it was feeling like things have kind of settled or maybe we've just been distracted with yeah, no, it, other it's, things it's in the news felt, cycle. It's never felt like that. I just think I just think the news cycle moved on. Yeah, or maybe maybe that's what it is. But here we are, it's a year later and you know, this woman who had dumpling soup. <laughs> she was just telling someone telling people what she did to celebrate her own New Year's Day in her own home as a Korean American gets slammed by someone who was watching that show. And that is a scary thought to me that that there are people out there who genuinely feel that these differences that represent our culture and our community are not acceptable and should be shut down. That's well, the part interesting, that I find when you to say be the our most culture, scary. Our community, it's it's an American thing. I'm sorry, like that's America. Like it's yeah. not just the Asian culture. It's like right. American culture is our differences. And yep. I, I, seriously, I didn't have anything Asian on New Year's. My mom told me to eat black eyed peas. Like forgot to because I didn't have any at the store. But like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like I, I mean, <sighs> we just have to do better. We like, do. We have to do better. I'm hoping 2022 can be the year that that we that we do do better and that we can do better. <laughs> Challenge accepted, I guess. <laughs> well, it's we'll, we'll keep talking about this. This is first of many conversations. But Michelle Lee, thank you for posting that and sharing kind of what what a lot of us see in here every day. And lady who left the voicemail, I'd like to give you a hug. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh hey and. Guess what else I just saw? I'm almost afraid to ask. <laughs> so much happens on Twitter in like 10 minutes. So when, from the moment we started recording. <laughs> from the moment this. we started to now, this just dropped. So it turns out that Michelle Lee has now launched a line of very Asian merchandise in collaboration with designer Gia Vang. And they are donating all proceeds to the Asian American Journalists Association. We'll put a link in the show notes, but it's it's pretty cool. It's hats and sweatshirts and t-shirts, and they all say very Asian. And there's even there's even one t-shirt with some steaming dumplings on it. <laughs> I might get that one, Raman, uh, and I'll buy you a hat. And we can both be oh, very god. Asian together. Oh, oh god, I, yeah, I think it's all on veryasian.us. Oh my god, I guess that is very Asian to do. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is this is actually inter- again. Look, it's jumping in on a moment to highlight something, and you know, hey, let's. I don't know. Maybe we should talk to Michelle or someone from the AJA on the show. I, I think that'd be interesting because we're not an Asian podcast, but we are Asian, and that's some of our perspective. And yes. um, and then we can ask them what their favorite mom dish are. Yeah, we do and support we, people eating food. We support food, and we support people showing up as their full selves wherever they are. So, Michelle Lee, if you'd like to be on the show, we would love to have you as a guest. Happy New Year, I guess. (laughs) What a great way to start the year. And that's our show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. 
Now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three. Want to learn more or got something to share? Visit modmypod.com or email us. Hi, mom, at modmypod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. I've been Ramin Segal. And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony. Remember, we're all modern minorities out there. We'll talk to you soon. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.